Yeah, bitch. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Thwack Podcast. This is episode 42. I am Damien Labia. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> along with... Anthony Stevens. Yes, sir. And today... Uh... We got a little bit of... You know, no. We got we to gotta start it right. How was your week, sir? Damn, dude. This is like the second week I forget. <laughs> uh, yeah, my week uh, is pretty good. It was pretty good. Nice. Do anything interesting? Uh, no. Nice. No, I've been doing the same shit the past few weeks. Nothing. No, no, no. not doing how how to beast workouts anymore. I haven't even done them at all. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought about doing, them, but I didn't do them. <laughs> it was one of those like window shopping things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how was uh, your week? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, last week was it felt like the longest week of my life because uh, I'm on vacation this week. So the last like three days were a nightmare. Oh, okay. And they just felt like they took forever. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, just been kind of doing some house renovations, and then I had you and uh, Nate and Justice over last night to watch the weirdest fucking wrestling match I've ever watched. Yeah, yeah, we, we should talk about that a little bit. Uh, that AEW, uh, what was it called, Revolution? Yeah, AEW yeah. Revolution. Uh, most of the show I actually really enjoyed is just that last match. Yeah, that last match. Like, that shouldn't have been the last match. Well, like, even the match itself, for the most part, was good. It was the aftermath of the last match that was just, it was beyond corny. Yeah, what did they call it? It was a uh, exploding barbed wire match. Was, yeah, an exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah, I, I thought there was going to be thumbtacks involved, too, but it never happened. Yeah, like, it didn't go as batshit crazy as I thought it would. Yeah. There was a lot of blood, but it was... <sighs> when that ending just killed me like yeah it had the fucking like sparklers going off yes well, the, the whole setup was they would like wrestle for half an hour and after half an hour that's when the countdown would happen yeah and every time you would hit uh basically like the wired uh like barbed wire had like explosives on it so every time you would hit it it would like explode and it was supposed to hurt them it was literally like just small fireworks that would go off. <laughs> yeah, and they would go off like a foot behind them, too. Like, yeah. It wouldn't even be like near them. Um, and they're talking about they're singed and fucking <laughs> burnt. It, it's that good old uh, Jim Ross commentary. It never fails to amuse. <laughs> These guys are going to kill each other. <laughs> I mean, and that, that ending, like the actual ending of the match, I actually thought was fucking brutal. That uh, one winged angel onto the chair. Yeah. That shit looked like it hurt. That, yeah, that was bad. Um, and Justice was making a mockery of it the whole time. <laughs> he's sitting there like, he's oh, come on. <laughs> he's like, get the fuck up. <laughs> it had, didn't even cut him, which it didn't. Like, when they fell outside of the ring, when they fell into the oh, barbed yeah. wire, like, there was nothing. Yeah. But that one point where he literally was dragging that bat across the dude's forehead. Yeah. You saw it split him open, like, yeah. three times. <laughs> yeah, that, they cut him there. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, and don't get me wrong. Wrestling is... I don't know if fake is the right word, but it's it's a worked, it's scripted. It's, it's theater. Yeah. It, it's live stuntmen. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um, it is definitely not for everybody. It's one of my guilty pleasures that I like. It, it reminds me of when I was a kid and I still get into it. 
I can't watch WWE because that shit's too cartoonish. And that was a really big step towards WWE levels on that match. Yeah, it, it did feel like I was watching like Monday Night Raw or something. And I used to be really big into wrestling. And I think this is the first time I actually sat down and watched it for like as long as we did. Yeah. Well, and the one thing that like I know some people will complain, like Justice complained about it. Uh, AEW does not do short matches. Uh, like WWE does 10 minute matches all the time. Yeah. There are some matches in AEW that literally go on for an hour to the point where they have certain matches have time limits because they're like, this shit's going to take up the whole fucking day if you let these yeah. people just like run wild. Yeah, that Matt Hardy one took a while. Yeah, that one took a lot longer than that I That was sad to watch, too. <laughs> he's He's gotten old. Um, yeah. I mean, it's still better than watching half the shit in WWE. I will stand by that until the day I die. That's but, fair. Uh, I mean, overall, like, that first match with the Young Bucks and uh, Chris Jericho and MJF was really good. I know you missed that one. And then the Battle Royal was really good. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that one. The uh, Japanese women, that was that one was weird. Yeah, and normally their women's matches in AEW were, like, top tier, like, mm-hmm. fantastic. They never put a whole lot of, like, story into them. Yeah. They put a lot more story into this one than they have any other one. And the chick they got, like who's not actually on contract with them, the heavier set chick, she was way too cartoony. It, yeah, it was like watching anime. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... And then, I don't, I don't know. And then it was, it was a decent match, but it just felt too, yeah, like anime. Yeah. Um, the other chick, though, she was pretty, taking it pretty serious. Yeah. And she's, she's honestly probably one of my favorite, like, female wrestlers they have in AEW. Because, uh-huh. like, she just seems like a legit badass. Yeah. Uh, but th- that one was definitely a low point for the women's division there. Uh, and I think there was like four or five other matches after that, and everyone went almost at least 20 minutes. Yeah, that Sting one was pretty interesting, too. That was like a... Uh, like a cinematic match. Yeah, it was like in an alley and shit, like yeah. a, an abandoned building. <laughs> yeah, it was a street fight... Uh, it was Brian Cage and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen and Sting. It's really weird to watch a 61-year-old man, like, keep up with 20-year-olds. Yeah. It it's, makes me worry about his health. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially because at one point he was supposed to retire because he had spinal stenosis. Okay. Uh, a lot of uh, wrestlers who had that are starting to come back, though. It's just a lot of rehab that they have to do. It's mm. like Edge came back, he had that. And uh, I think Daniel Bryan had it at one point, too. Okay. Um, but it, it was kind of crazy because you got a lot of old people that were in it because like Jake the Snake Roberts got involved at one point and he's almost 70. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, overall, it was a fun pay-per-view. It was just, it, it, it went down on a sour note. Yeah, it did for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, there wasn't a whole lot going on this weekend. Uh. But I know that we have uh, some news coming in, so is it time to send the news? Yeah, it's time to send the news. Uh, yeah, let's go with the first one here. Uh, Venom 2 got pushed back because of Fast 9. Uh, it, it sounds a lot worse than it actually is. Um, obviously, uh, my opinion on the Fast and Furious movies might not be the same as everybody else's. I'm not crazy about them, 
but you can't deny that they are a huge box office attraction. Yeah, and at one point in time, they were like one of my favorite like movie franchises, especially the first one. The first one I w- still watch all the time. Oh yeah. Um, the first one and Tokyo Drift are my two favorites. Yeah, even five. Five I think is like one of the. I think the second best one behind the first one. I'll be honest. I think I skipped five, and I have to go back and watch it. Yeah, fast one. That's when Dwayne Johnson came in and basically saved it. Yeah, but <laughs> at the same time. Other people will say he ruined it because now they all fucking fight about how many punches get thrown. Yeah, it's so. ridiculous <laughs> at this point. But I, mean, um, I don't think that's honestly mostly The Rock. I don't think The Rock is that ego-driven. I think that's mostly Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. when you read the articles and go through everything, it sounds like it's Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. everyone's going to point fingers, so who yeah. knows what actually And happens. Tyrese, even. Tyrese <sighs> have issues and shit like that with Ludacris and stuff like that. Tyrese is a mess as it is, though. Yeah. Because he, like, I don't know if you watched all, all of his videos, like, around the time that stuff was happening. He was, like, going through a divorce, I think. And he was, like, breaking down on fucking... So he probably wasn't even mad at them. He was just mad about other thing and just, like, putting it on everyone else. Yeah, it, it, it just kind of, like showed him spiraling and i felt bad yeah. for him <laughs> yeah um, um i think the uh this they should have ended the uh series at seven after paul walker passed away the way it ended on did you watch seven oh, I, I actually loved that oh so let me let me rewind this i thought the movie itself was eh but that ending was beautiful yeah the way it ended when they would go off on like on their separate ways and stuff that would have been like the best way to like and the franchise, yeah. but no. Now they're talking about doing number 10 in space. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, dude. I mean, I knew it was going to happen eventually. <laughs> like, oh. I just hope the uh, Tom Cruise in space movie comes out first. Yeah. I think that'll be Mission Impossible. Yeah. Um, I don't know, though. I one th- One of the big things that really got me to go away from Fast and the Furious was number 7. Because he has that stupid fucking line where he's like, uh, thing about the street is, the street always wins. And he fucking stomps and the whole parking garage come down. And I was like, I'm done. That I'm- was awesome. I- <laughs> that's like, that's what you come to expect with those movies is shit like that. That felt like a G.I. Joe cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it was, I thought that was excellent. Um, yeah, so... Venom 2 was originally supposed to come out on June 25th, and Fast 9 was supposed to come out on May 28th, and I don't know exactly why Fast 9 moved, but they took the June 25th date, and now Venom 2 is coming out on July 1st. Do you you think it moved because A Quiet Place 2 moved to around that time? Yeah, because A Quiet Place 2 is coming out May 9th, I think. It was a couple weeks before, so I don't think they would have. It shouldn't affect it. Yeah, I don't know exactly why, but it doesn't say... But I think that they're all gonna try to shuffle around their release dates to get the most favorable favorable uh, like crowds. Yeah, because it, you know around that time, like summer, I think that's when, like you said, I think that's when shit's about to get real. Yeah, because as soon as New York opens up to a hundred percent capacity and California does, all bets are off. Yeah, then at that point, theaters will go back to like yeah, because no one's listening to Texas or Florida. They're yeah. like, you guys are retarded anyway. I mean. I think 16 states opened up 100%. Didn't they really? Yeah. Like southern states? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's most... I think it's mostly like middle America stuff where it's not like... like the Midwest and shit too. Yeah where, yeah. where it's not like super populated. Like Denver's not going to get there because it's no. way too populated. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. It, since 2012, it has been like growing like... Yeah. Almost like a cancer. Like, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, people usually move out of their hometowns, like, when they grow up and stuff. Yeah. Like, we don't even need to because we're in the hot spot. Yeah. Already. So, but it's weird because I've had more friends leave. Well, I mean, 
we graduated in 2013, so that's part of it. But yeah, I've had a lot of friends leave and friends still talking about leaving to where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be alone in like two years. So I know because I'm about to move. I will I think. kill you. You better shut <laughs> like, the fuck up. In 2022. <laughs> yeah. No. Montana. No. Get the fuck out <laughs> of Oh, no, because I, I, I don't know what I'll do if all my friends are gone. It, it, it's, it's already hard enough um, to meet up after having kids and everything. Finding the time is already well, Just find other people with kids. They're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Make a Facebook group. See, like, who joins. Nah, I'm good, dog. Yeah. Um, what else do we have for news this week? Uh, so the next thing, I kind of stole this from Sean Campia. Shout out to you. Uh, so, you know how people think or assume that by getting rid of cable and just going to Netflix and all these other places that it's going to be cheaper? Yeah. Apparently it's not. Uh, not when you have to pay for fucking 12 subscriptions a month. Yeah, you got HBO Max, you got Hulu, you got Netflix, you got uh, Apple TV, Amazon, now Paramount. Peacock. Shutter. Shutter. Uh. Skinamax. Showtime. Uh. Yeah. Dude, there's uh, there's almost a subscription service for everything. You know, and luckily for me, the stuff that I like are within the top, like, three. Yeah. So I need, like, three. I mean, oh, and we forgot, dude, I think we forgot Disney Plus. Oh, shit. So top four. <laughs> so, yeah, because I got Netflix, HBO Max, Hulu, and Disney Plus. I think that would be good with that. I have... Oh, Amazon. I got Amazon Prime, too. I have Amazon. I have Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, uh... I, I have Voodoo now because I forgot to cancel it when I watched uh, <laughs> uh, St. Maud. <laughs> oh, Epics, you mean? It was Epi- yeah, yeah, it was Epics. Epics. I was like, shit. I saw it yep. come out of my account the other day. I was like, yep. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And that sucks because like, you get all those and it's the same amount, if not more, than the uh, yeah. cable. And you lose track of what you actually have and what goes on each thing because there's so much to watch. Yeah. The, like Literally now, more than ever... There is so much content, and by the time you're done watching whatever you're watching, there's something new. Yeah, which, you know, one way is a good thing. Yeah, it's great, but it almost makes you wonder, like, should I, like, only pay for this for, like, two months, and then cancel this and go to the other subscription service? But no one will cancel because they always forget. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's an endless cycle of fuck me. Yeah. Um, By no means... I mean, I, I am complaining, but, like, it's a good problem to have that we have too much content. It just sucks that it isn't more affordable. Yeah, for me, like, the only ones I pay for, I pay for Hulu and HBO Max. That's mm-hmm. it. My mo- I use my mom's Netflix. I use my brother's Disney+. Plus. I wish there was a way... Let's put it this way. I wish Netflix was able to, like, buy... Or, like, partner with all the other companies and just do, like, a $30 a month membership. That would be ideal. That would be beautiful. But it'll never happen. No. Because we live in a capital... We live in a society. Yeah. We live live in a capitalistic society. Yeah. uh, That's the title of the episode. We live in a society. We haven't used that yet, which is surprising. I don't know why we didn't use that when we, like, that trailer came out. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. Didn't cross my mind. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, 
I don't know. I would definitely prefer if things were cheaper and if everything was in one place. I'd be more willing to spend 30 to $50 on one sub subscription service if I didn't have to pay for three other ones. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and then we will leave that one. We had we had a news article last week. We even mentioned part of it in the podcast. And we forgot. And we were sitting there arguing for two minutes about what we forgot. And then we decided that what we forgot was the WandaVision, which wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Blade. Yeah, the new Blade with Mahershala Ali. It's, it hasn't been like officially said, but it's rumored to be rated PG-13. Yes, and... I gotta say, I expected it. Yeah, and if you really think about it, it doesn't need to be rated R. Because when he's killing vampires and stuff, they don't bleed, they, like, evaporate and shit. I mean, but even then, like, is blood really a problem in PG-13? No, but, like, you think of, like, a rated R vampire movie, you think, like, it'll be bloody as fuck. I, I honestly only can think of one Blade movie that really felt like it, other than the cursing, that felt like it required PG, or uh, rated R, and that was Trinity. The and worst it, one. Yeah. And With it was, Triple H. It was, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> it was mostly because of Ryan Reynolds, like, that's why I felt like it had to be rated R. Other than that, because he literally says her vagina has teeth. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, among other things. They say a bunch of other stuff, too. Oh, he was... Not arguably, he was the star of that movie. Yeah. To, to the point where it pissed off Blade, to the point where he had his... Or, Blade. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> he wanted to be called Blade on set. Like, I think there's a, there's a scene, I think it's in that one, where he's, like, on an operating table, and his eye, he refused to, like, open his eyes, so they had to CG his eyes on top. <laughs> I was just about to say that, yeah. yeah. He was a huge prima donna during yeah. the movie um and most of the stories that came out of that are actually really funny because they came from uh Patton oswald because he, <laughs> he was in the movie oh yeah he was <laughs> he's like he's like wesley snipes wouldn't open his fucking eyes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god but yeah it i don't think that we will have that problem with mahershal ali no, uh, he seems more professional in that way. And I think Wesley Snipes is interested in doing a cameo, too. Yes, and I think that's why he kept his mouth shut and just kind of congratulated him instead of being like, what the fuck? Yeah, because he has to know he's too old for that stuff oh, yeah. now. He's he's in his 50s. All he's in his 50s. He has to be getting close yeah. to 60. Mid-50s, probably. Yeah. Um, he, he, he was very, like, gracious and kind of classy when that casting came out. So I am curious to see what happens yeah. uh, with him. Like, I wouldn't mind him being kind of taking over the role that uh, Chris Christopherson had mm -hmm. in those uh, original ones. Okay. Or even a different kind of, like, mentor could be Dracula. Role. Yo, bitch. Yeah. It's not the worst idea. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. It, I mean, I don't think he could do any worse than, uh, what's his name? Da Dominic... Pur Purcell did the dude from uh, Prison Break. Yeah, is that what it's called? Prison yeah. Break. I mean, weren't they gay in that show? In Prison Break. Yeah, I think they were brothers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's not get off on a tangent then, uh, for something that didn't happen. Um, no, but the guy who the other guy in Prison Break is gay in real life, Wentworth Miller. So that yeah, that's what it is. And I was like, cool. I'm trying to figure out where that got <laughs> misconnected. Um, but I mean, I liked him. It, he definitely wasn't the problem with the movie, but he has TV acting skills, not really, like, movie acting yeah, skills. Yeah, he's not built for, uh, cinema. Yeah. He's fantastic in, uh, The Legends of Tomorrow. He, ah, he okay. plays, like, a funny version of, uh, Heat Wave. 
Okay. Uh, he's definitely one of the highlights of that show. Nice. But definitely not meant for the big screen. Right. Um, which is weird because, like, that line has really been blurred since Netflix came out. Because those are movies. Yeah. To the point where, like, you don't have TV actors and movie actors anymore. You have guys who are, like, veterans of the big screen going purposely to make TV shows because that's where the money's at right now. Yeah. I mean, hell, look at Disney Plus with what they're doing with Marvel. Yeah, those are movies, basically. They have movie budgets. I think I read something that the uh, the Winter, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier show has like a budget of $150 million, Good. which is a movie. I mean, it does make sense because certain episodes of TV like can be... like I think the budgets for each episode of uh, Breaking Bad were near $10 million each. Mm. And a lot of that is just cast. Because... There are some people who literally make a million per episode. Yeah, maybe that, uh, what's his name? Juan Desposito or whatever his name is. <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah, guy, he's probably making a good chunk of that. <laughs> you always go <laughs> Side note, um, Far Cry 6 sounds fantastic because of him. I didn't know that was a thing. He's the main villain in Far Cry 6. Fucking A. So... Uh, he is blowing up like none other right now, too. Yeah, he is. Uh, it all started with Breaking Bad, and then, obviously, Better Call Saul, and then, even more obviously, The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Um, what else do we have for news? So, another uh, news topic that we have. Uh, John Krasinski on Instagram just dropped the news that Quiet Place 2 is going to come out on Memorial Day instead of September. So it moved up. Yes. Uh, I think think that is a good i mean i know that's a good sign for movies yeah um i wonder how much he was an influence on that happening though i feel like he did probably a, a big influence on that okay i, I just wasn't sure because i don't know is that like a studio decision or is that a director decision? well yeah ultimately it comes down to the studio but i'm sure he gave his like insight on it he wanted it to move up and he probably is taking a risk, like, on his own career at that point, too. Yeah. Because if it doesn't turn out well, they're going to be like, well, you know, you don't have as much good faith anymore. Yeah. But it, even then, I don't know how much you could actually place that blame on him because of the current landscape. Yeah. Um, hopefully that'll turn out well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did thoroughly enjoy the first one. Based on the trailers, though, I'm definitely less excited than I was for the first one. It'll be interesting. Him and uh, Jordan Peele kind of started the trend of, like, comedic people going into horror. Yeah, because he's not a comedian per se, but he's definitely has that comedic aspect because of The Office. Yeah, when you think of him, you think of that. Well, and I don't think anymore. I think you think of, like, stuff like this now, but... Um... Well, immediately after that, what was it called? 13 Hours or something like that? 13 Hours, then you also got um, that fucking Tom Clancy show, Jack Ryan. Was it Jack yeah, Ryan? it was Jack Ryan. Yeah, that too. And Because he, he got bulked for those two. Yeah, he got, he got ripped. Or two series or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I swear to God, if Marvel doesn't pull the trigger on him, I'm going to lose my mind. That's so perfect that it needs to happen. Oh, yeah. It does make me happy that they didn't cast him, though, as... Uh, Captain America because he was up for Captain America he almost got it yeah and while I think he would have been great 
I mean, I don't think you can replace Chris Evans at this point. No. He's literally synonymous. He is America's ass. <laughs> I do love that line in yeah. Endgame. <laughs> he knocks himself out and he's like, that is America's ass. <laughs> yeah. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, like, I, I just, I, I don't know. I really do hope that he's our Reed Richards. Definitely. Yeah. And I will definitely watch A Quiet Place too. Yes. Um, well, yeah, I'll definitely go to theaters for that. For sure, I think that'll be like one of the first ones I see in theaters. Oh, I might go see Mortal Kombat in theaters if it goes in theaters. It will because okay. uh, HBO Max movies go. Except same for day. Justice League, not no. it's just straight HBO Max. Yeah, because I think that that's primarily to drive streaming numbers up. Yeah. Um, whereas that's to lure people in and get get the fucking thing. Yeah. Whereas with HBO Max, they're like with their big movies. They're more willing to split where that money comes from. Yeah. Are you going to see King Kong in theaters? Kong versus Godzilla. I might. I will go with you. Okay. Other than that, I, I don't know if I'd be drawn to go as much as I would for Mortal Kombat. Okay. But okay. I, I'm going to watch it either way. For <laughs> so. sure, for sure. Cool. But yeah, that was, that was basically like the last uh, news topic that I saw, unless you have something. Um... No, I think that's about it. And I think I hear a, a train coming. Oh, yeah. the tra- Yeah, I hear the train coming, too. The, the it's tangen- coming around the bin. The Tangent Express. Yeah. Um, I procrastinated this weekend because I've been really busy, but WandaVision Episode 9 came out. Yeah, the uh, season finale. They didn't even give it a clever like title or anything. It's just called the series finale. Oh, so I think that kind of shows that they're done with the show like i don't even think that means that they'll revisit it down the line no the show itself is done but the stuff that happens in the show they're going to revisit yeah it goes into spider-man and dr strange yeah they, they definitely um set up plot points to go forward that i'm excited for mm-hmm. um how about we just start off from the top though okay yeah let's start off from the top what happened at the top? i think we just kind of jump right into where we left off in the last episode. Oh, yeah, you see uh, Agatha Harkness with the kids and shit like that? Yes. And, um, excuse me. Basically, just dialogue to start. Mm-hmm. Basically threatening her and trying to lure her to give her her powers. Yeah, and when she does, she I think she, like, throws something at her, throws a power at her, and then her hand starts to get dark. Yeah, starts, like draining the life out of her yeah like sucking her power away. yeah um and then she w- when she does strike her like lets the kids go mm-hmm. and that's is that when vision shows up not immediately uh so no because up to this point vision is still on his way yeah um Somehow, through a whole episode, he's on his way. Yeah. And so, Wanda and Agatha are sitting there fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And eventually, she ends up throwing a car at her. And through the house. Yes, because it was the only way she could use her power and not, like, Have her absorbed. Yeah. yeah. And there's a little reference to uh, Wizard of Oz. Yes, there I, thought, too. I thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, Even though I hate the movie. Uh, really? Yeah. I grew up on it i loved it it's a fucking horrifying movie dude i will watch it <laughs> i watched it a lot when i was a kid yeah. uh but yeah you get those boots under the car and mm-hmm. it, it, it's the same visual as the house landing on top of the 
Is it Wicked Witch of the East or whatever? Yeah, the green bitch. No, it's her, her sister. The green bitch? That's the Wicked Witch of the yeah. West. It's her sister that gets uh, smushed by the house. The blonde one? No. <laughs> Fuck, I don't that, That's that the nice witch. I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> Um, I'm not into the fucking dark arts. I mean, I think I'm right, but I could be fucking wrong. Okay. Um, yeah, because that the bitch that gets crushed by the house, like her legs, like curl up and disappear. Yeah, like a uh, cinnamon roll <laughs> or something. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, and uh, so then after that, immediately she's looking for her and can't find her, and then white vision pops up. Yes, white power. He shows up. I want to make this clear. Damien's the one who said white power, (laughs) not Anthony. (laughs) Um, But you did give me the thumbs up. I did not give you the (laughs) thumbs up. (laughs) Oh, God. So white vision shows up, and I think uh, Wanda, like, assumes that he's vision at first. I don't know why. She is very gullible. She is. Well, she's in a tough spot, dude. Well, first Pietro, and (laughs) fucking white vision. Yeah. Um... Like, also sounds like a manifesto, white vision. Yeah, the vision of the whites. <laughs> yeah. um, so he, like, comes up to her and, like, grabs her by he, the face. He says Wanda at first, like, it is him. Yeah. And it, it, I think they, like, like, he being a robe or a synthesoid, whatever, he still knows that she has affection for him. He looks like Mac made him. He's like a Mac. Yeah. Eye vision. <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> he, uh, he, like, grabs her by the head and he's like, Wanda. And she, like, is, like, having her moment with him. Yeah. And then he, like, starts fucking squeezing her head. He's like, I thought you were supposed to be strong. Yeah, like, crushing her. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, what the yeah. fuck am I about to watch? That's when Vision shows up. Yes, and he, like, destroys him and fucking throws him into a house or yeah. something. Yeah, Um... And they go at it from there on. Yeah. And Wanda's basically like, I can fix it. Like, I, I can make this right. Mm-hmm. And so then at that point... She's losing her shit. Yeah. Basically. Hex Vision and White Vision start going at it and fighting. And yeah. That is what it is. And it, it kind of... I, I, I do like the way that fight ends. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um. And then Agatha pops back up. And... They're, they go back to fighting. Same old dialogue. Do they go directly to Town Square from there? They do. Yeah, because yeah, she says, I'll fix this. And then Agatha fucking flies away. And then Wanda flies away. Yeah. And they go to Town Square. Um, And I think while they go to Town Square, we get to see Monica Rambo. Yeah, she, she's in the house uh, with um, Pietro. Or Pietro. Yes. And um, she's looking out the window and she sees them fly away, right? And then she says, we need to help Wanda or some shit like that, I think. Something like uh, that. I think uh, I think so. Yeah, and then... that's uh, Is that when you find out who he really is? Uh, it, it, we'll, we'll just cover it now. Just okay. Just because I'm not going to remember when it pops back in. Okay. Um, essentially, you find out that this fake Pietro is just a guy named Ralph. Yeah, the dude that Agatha's been uh, talking about this whole time as her husband. Yeah, but obviously, clearly not her husband. He's just an actor. Yeah. Uh, like, you see his headshot. It says, it's a dumbass joke, but <laughs> yeah. it says it says Ralph Boner. <laughs> that's, that's his last name. <laughs> Boner. Um, Which, in a way, it's kind of disappointing, because I wanted him to be Quicksilver from I a did, different dimension. I did, too, because I honestly preferred him as Quicksilver to Aaron Taylor Johnson. I liked both of them, but... 
he defined the character more. He had more shit to do, I think. That and the way they shot his scenes in the X-Men movies was beautiful. Especially Days of Future Past. That's like oh. an iconic scene. That's the one with uh, in, in the, the like in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. That one was beautiful. Yeah. I do. I will say that I like the second one too. Is that Apocalypse? Yeah, when the school blows up. Yeah, yeah, that was. Cool and he's too. fucking throwing everybody out. And yeah. Watching the two people getting ready to make out, <laughs> uh, and the dog eating the pizza. Yeah. I I have watched that scene like four times since uh, that episode of Wandavision, just nice. because I love it. Nice. Um. But yeah, you basically find out he's just an actor that was a Westview citizen. Yeah, which is a way of Marvel just like shitting in your fucking Cheerios. I, I think it was kind of tipping their hat to the X-Men movies. Yeah, but if you're going to do that, fucking go for it. But at the same time, it also gives them credence to recast everybody Yeah, for the X-Men, which makes me happy because like, while I love Hugh Jackman... He is. He did spend twenty years with that character, and he's gonna start aging soon. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be tough to find to view someone else's uh, Wolverine, but it'll yeah. happen. It, it always does. It needs to happen. Yeah, especially if they're just gonna start introducing the X Men. Yeah, you have to do it fresh. Yeah, and not. Do I just? Can we do an X Men series without fucking uh, Phoenix? Yeah, and that would be ideal. We've seen that fail twice. Yeah, and they. I, yeah, I'd say the second time it failed worse. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. And I mean to the point where I won't even watch it. I haven't watched <laughs> it at all. Um, and it's, it's it's awful. Yeah, it's they did a better job with Phoenix in Wandavision. Yeah, like if you compare those two, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch is much more interesting as, like, their Phoenix character mm-hmm. than Jean Grey was in The Last Stand, or is it literally... It's literally called The Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I'd much rather watch yeah. uh, WandaVision again. Yeah. So, um, after this, uh, you see uh, Wanda and Agatha fly away or whatever, and then that's when Wanda is, like, walking through, like, Main Street and looking around. Actually, real quick, before we leave that scene with uh, Monica Rambeau, mm-hmm. she pulls that necklace off of his neck that's controlling him and kind of breaks him free. Yeah, that's the thing that was controlling him, the necklace. Yeah, so then back to uh, their fight. Yeah, so she's uh, walking around the main street looking for her, and then Agatha's actually on a rooftop. Yes. Talking shit. <laughs> um, and she starts cutting people's wires, essentially, is what yeah. she says. and then they're, like, all, like, surrounding Wanda and, like... Basically, overwhelming her. Yeah, to the point where they're all, like, angry with her, mm-hmm. but they, they, uh, Herb even has a line where he's like, well, f- first she cuts Dottie's strings. Yeah. And she's like, like, my daughter's over here. Can, like, I just see her and take care of her? I just want to know she's safe. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, puts her back in the trance. Yeah. And then she does it to, like, everybody else. And Herb has a line where he says, he's like, I've been trying to break free of your control for so long, but, like, now that I am, I don't know why. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of shows that she is kind of a bad guy in that in that yeah. way. But she, She's torturing these people, basically. She does it without meaning to. And this is a line that yeah. she, I think she even says, she's like, I didn't mean to hurt these people. Yeah. She's like, you are trying to hurt everybody. Yeah. To Agatha. Mm-hmm. So. And then when she's getting so overwhelmed, she does that thing where she, like, 
flings her arms, and then everyone has that red shit around them neck, their necks, choking them out. Yeah, but you can tell that she's not intentionally evil, because mm-hmm. as soon as she notices what she's doing, she's like, "Oh shit!" and she like stops. Yeah, she's letting her emotions like make her evil. Yes. basically, she she literally has like the emotional capacity of like a a preteen. Yeah, like a tween. Yeah. It, 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 like, if you just want to compare it to something. Like, yeah. I'm not saying literally. Like, it's just... She's very reactionary. She doesn't yeah. know how to control her anger. And half the time, it doesn't even seem like she means to do what she's doing. It's just reactionary. Yeah. Um. So then, going from there, she starts realizing, like, okay, I fucked up. So she starts opening the walls. But then, bef- while that's happening, uh, you get to Billy and Timmy. And they're, like, Billy's sensing that something's going on with Wanda. Because that's when they decide they need to go down there. Yes, because uh, I think he sees Wanda fighting, and he also sees Vision fighting. Yeah, so they both go down there. Yes. Um, Real quick, we'll jump to the outside, though. Yeah. Uh, just because it does lead up to the point where we're at, and we've already missed it. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Woo is yeah. basically, like, captured by S.W.O.R.D. Yeah, he's arrested. He's under arrest. Yes, and he is smart enough to record the conversation that he has with Hayward, basically saying, like, you know, we're going to go in and kill Wanda and we'll get credit for basically being the heroes, even though we orchestrated this whole thing. Yeah, because they're really trying to make it seem like she is a legit bad guy. Yeah, and uh, so they, like, kind of put him off to the side, and he he's an FBI agent, so he's done a bunch of training and shit, and he's able to, like instantly get out of his handcuffs with like a paper clip or some shit and he calls his buddies he's like hey i already told them you were so can you make sure you're here within the hour (laughs) and uh it they all like right right there is the last time we really see him until wanda opens the walls yeah and while all the people from westview start escaping sword agents start storming in Mm mm-hmm and at the same time, we see that Billy and Tommy and Vision start falling apart. Yeah, they're starting to do that thing that Vision was doing earlier, like an episode, like the Halloween episode, when yes. parts of them are like flying everywhere. Yes, and um, did Vision and White Vision already finish their fight at this point? That was before that, yeah. Okay. When they're fighting in the library. Okay, so we'll cover uh, that part real quick. Okay. Um, they're sitting there going ham and I was happy they didn't like do the normal, like literally fight your opposite thing where Mm -hmm. it's like literally to the death because there's no other way to go about it. Yeah. I mean, we saw that with Doomsday and Superman. We saw that with Zod and Superman. (laughs) It's one of those things that most superhero movies, you have to have like an exact opposite. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see this come to like a peaceful end. Mm Mm-hmm. And also give us a possibility for Vision in the future. Yeah. Uh, because the Hex Vision basically confuses White Vision with logic. Yeah, and then he's talking about, I request elaboration. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Am I? he's like, what is your primary objective? He's like, I'm supposed to kill the Vision. He's like, but I'm not the real Vision. Yeah. And then he's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, it, it was definitely like kind of like a mind-bending ending. Also... Paul Bettany, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he's very good with the um, 
false expectations. Yes. Uh, also, I did. I will say though, like while it pissed me off, I was like, "That's a G fucking move." He did that because he knew it was gonna work like that. Because like oh, yeah. people like us are so fucking like gullible when it comes to this. <laughs> he kept coming out with this statement like, "Oh, I'm like I'm really excited to work with this legendary actor," and it's literally just him fucking self. Yeah, his white vision. <laughs> um. I did like the, like, update they did to his look with putting him back together as White Vision. Yeah, he, he <clears> looks <throat> different. Like, he, his face, there's different designs and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, so, like, it'll kind of... I, I'm assuming that he'll end up getting more color. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm not sure, like, what his story arc is in the comics either, yeah. so... <clears throat> well, I know he ends up turning into regular Vision in the comics. Yeah, um, we don't know if he actually, like, turns back, like physically yeah <clears throat> but um basically he's be able to like tell him like neither of us are the original vision technically yeah and then uh hex vision like puts his hand on his head and then starts sending these like memories through him yeah and he like flies away basically saying like i need time to think about this yeah so that is going to draw white vision into or draw white vision towards Wanda in the future, I think. Yeah. Because he's getting his emotional memories back. Yeah. Um, then after that, that's when Hex Vision goes down to the square and shit's going down and yeah. the sort of agents are going in there. Yeah. And while that's happening, uh, like we said, Tommy and Billy and Vision are all starting to fall apart. And this is where we find out that Tommy and Billy aren't real. Yeah. Uh, I guess that kind of gives her Wanda an ultimatum. Yeah. You can... Uh, living here forever and give me your powers and keep them or keep your powers and they all disappear. Yes. And I was really confused for a minute. I was really happy with the way she won this fight, but I was confused for a minute because she's like just giving her her power and she knows that's what she's doing. Yeah, because right after that is when they go up in the air and shit, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they're like in the air fighting and she's like giving her her power and just back and forth. and. Yeah, she's starting to look like an old woman. Yeah, she starts... She... I'm sorry, I have to do it. She starts looking like... Don't Mar do it. <laughs> she starts looking like Mary-Kate or <laughs> Ashley Olsen. That's fucked up. I'm not even going to laugh. <laughs> you were laughing. <laughs> uh, just, and obviously it's a joke, but like she looks starts looking like drained and old. She looks like what those witches looked like at the beginning of the eighth episode when she drained their powers. Yes. Yeah. Um, and... She, like, looks like she's almost dead. Yeah, and she's just fucking kind of floating there. And then all of a sudden, like, as Agatha is... She's basically like, they're never going to be real. Like, you fucked up. Like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, Talking that shit. Yeah, she's like, there's always going to be the flaws that you've created. Mm -hmm. And... And right, really pulling it off, too. She's oh, really, like, uh, menacing. Oh, yeah. She's a great actor. Yeah. Do we say actor or actress now? Is every female an actor now or are they actresses? I've heard them both used. I just um, feel like recently it's a lot more actor than actress. Is that a equality thing? I'm not too sure. Okay. I haven't looked into it. Not my fight to fight so I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. Um, And all of a sudden Wanda pulls that same trick that Agatha had in her basement and puts runes on every wall of the hex. Yeah, there's this big-ass symbols going around, and that's when Agatha realized she fucked up. Yeah, she's like, now fucked up. Because right before that, that's revealed, she's trying to use powers, and nothing's happening. Yeah, her she, fingers... like, gives this fucking, like, speech, and then she's like, Fuck. Yeah, her fingers turn black. Well, and... they were always black. Oh, were they? I yeah. thought they, like, her, I thought it was, like, her, like, 
fingers going like singed and like yeah they were black when, when you saw her like have the ropes around Billy and uh, Timmy they were black oh okay yeah, and that's part of her whole like uh, hocus pocus get up she felt very th- this whole episode felt very hocus pocus to me. yeah like I got those vibes a lot yeah um and oh one thing we did forget to mention is like it was confirmed to be the dark hold that book yeah and she's like you literally like if you were able to read this book you'd be able to like actually like reach your full potential and know what you're doing and you can see the inside of it and you can see the scarlet witch yeah like drawn yeah uh and the dark hold does come back up here in a couple minutes yeah but it was kind of cool to see because it's literally like the source of dark power in the marvel universe yeah um and then she even mentioned dr strange not even the uh Sorcerer Supreme, like, can learn this or some shit or she, stop. This. What she says is, uh, the Scarlet Witch is even more powerful yeah, than the Sorcerer yeah, Supreme. And yeah. I was like, oh, bitch. I was like, Benedict Cumberbatch coming in a minute. Because they said we're going to get a Luke Skywalker level cameo. Yeah, we and did. And it never fucking happened. No, I think that was a ruse, too. That was a. But why? <laughs> Just to be asshole. Because they can, it. I guess. It I made know. me so mad. <laughs> um, they teased a lot of things in the show that never happened. Yeah, and the less we talk about that Luke Skywalker cameo, the better. Yuck. Let's move on. Okay. Um, <laughs> I fucking hated that so much. <laughs> Just keep the hood on, dog. Like <laughs> Sebastian Stan. That's all or I that, have to say. Yeah. I would have preferred that. That Because yeah, I was excited as fuck until you took the... And it literally ruined everything for me. I'm like, what? I still thought it was okay, but, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. No. But it wasn't... It was better than The Last Jedi. They made Grand Moff Tarkin look better in Rogue One. (laughs) They made uh, Carrie Fisher look better at the end of Rogue One. They looked better than fucking this. I mean, yeah, but didn't they also use Carrie Fisher's daughter to, like, be the main model of Carrie Fisher in that? And they look, like, exactly fucking alike. I never heard that. Dude, look at her daughter. They look exactly alike. I don't think so. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't... I mean, you can tell, like, she's, like, her daughter, but I don't think they look that alike. I think they look fucking, like, identical. Damn. Either way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because we got no Reed Richards, like everybody was assuming. Yeah. We got no Luke Skywalker-level cameo with we got no Benedict Cumberbatch. Toby. I thought it was going to be Benedict Cumberbatch, honestly. We got no Michael Fassbender. That's a lot of people th- were thinking, too. Yeah. Um, they were actually, I read, people were thinking that that was going to be her dad in the, uh, flashback scene, bringing home the DVDs. People thought that was going to be Michael Fassbender. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah. That would have been, uh, crazy. And then no Dr. Strange. Okay. Um, I mean, we can't really complain because it was a good show. Yeah. It's they, not, it's not their fault. Yeah. It's everyone else's fault. For, I like, mean. If Paul Bettany would have kept his mouth shut, it would have been a little bit less. Yeah. But, I mean, it was great. It was great A-trolling. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's red herrings that still need to be answered, like Jimmy Woo's missing person. Yeah. Um, that could be Reed Richards. But he's a criminal. Oh, is he? Is that what yeah. he said? Because he's uh, witness protection. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. So... I mean, I, I don't know. But the aerospace engineer was a mislead. The uh, witness protection guy was a mislead. And, and then, then Paul Bettany's Paul bullshit. Bettany's bullshit was yeah. a mislead. Yeah. Um, and then the Ralph thing was just like a... I mean, yeah, I, that was a mislead to me because I thought it was being Mephisto. I, I did too. But at least it was answered. Yeah. I legit thought in the last episode when she like holds the cicada, I was like, damn, it's about to be oh, Mephisto. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I did too. Yeah. Um, and we'll go more into Mephisto at the end. Yeah. But then we have her basically starting to let the world kind of collapse in on itself. Oh, wait. First we get Wanda's Scarlet Witch outfit. Finally. Yes. Uh, and I felt like, and I also heard a lot on the internet, that her headpiece was very similar, especially with that M, to Magneto's helmet. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I just didn't think the uh, horn apart, I didn't think those were long enough. I, I felt like they should have been like a little higher. I felt like if they were any bigger, it would have felt cartoonish. I mean, it could I do have been agree. like an inch higher. I would have been okay with that. Yeah. But, I mean, they they have to do a really fine line of dancing, especially because they didn't give her, like, her comic outfit until now. And even then, yeah. it's subdued sexually. It, lo- <laughs> it still looks good. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there was a long time where, like, everyone's like, you're not really going to give her that outfit. And they gave her the wink and the nod in the Halloween episode. Yeah, because so like, that okay. would have been a lot of cleavage. Yeah, it would have been disrespectful amount of cleavage. Yeah. At, at what point, like, I am a man. I am a man who grew up loving comic books. In more ways than one. I'm not saying that. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, essentially, I guess I'm saying that. <laughs> but at what point do we, like, be realistic and be like, yo, if you don't have, like, armor on everything except for your chest... Like, I, I don't know, it just, it's, it's that same thing with video games, like RPGs, where dudes get this whole badass suit of armor, and if you put that same suit of armor on a chick, there's like 90% of that armor is missing because it's all tits. Yeah, we gotta cut this part out. <laughs> yeah, and it's like so much more dainty and like frilly, and but it has the and same And they're always stat. moving around and shit too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always like the same stat points. Yeah. But it makes no sense. Yeah. Um... I, I do feel like that is one thing that, like, women in comics and, like, the translation to screen need more respect. Yeah, which, uh, it, it was good at this time. Um, I liked it. Yeah, it, it, it was, was a good. Uh, it was tasteful. Yeah, it was a good suit. Yeah. Um, and so then she drops down and she basically, like, tells Agatha, like, you're, I'm going to give you the role that you pretended to take when you came here and make you the nosy neighbor. Yeah. Like, she even, like, gave her, like, told her the trope. Like, it was yeah. beautifully, like, meta. Yeah. Um. So then she, like, then becomes, like, the most harmless person possible. Yeah. And she says she's going to keep her in there so she always knows where she is if yeah. she needs her. Yeah. And Agatha's even even says, like, you're going to need me, especially after what you just started. Yeah, so she'll I'm sure she'll show up in Doctor Strange again. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. She'll Not sure about Spider Man, but Doctor Strange for sure. Yeah. I mean if not Doctor Strange, I'm sure that there's gonna be something Wanda centric down the line that's yeah gonna need her. Yeah. Because especially dude, if they don't use Catherine Hahn again, that's a waste. Yeah, especially the way that it ended like that. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't kill her off. Oh yeah. Now, that is one thing. They are lacking now is good villains. Thanos is gone. I mean, you still have Loki, but he's more of an anti-hero at this point. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens in the show. Yeah. I I'm, I'm, I hope it'll make him a villain again. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I don't like that wishy-washy shit. Yeah. Uh, especially for someone who in the comics is just straight villain. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see in two, three months. 
The Loki show? Yeah. Well, the next one is The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's only six episodes. Yeah, an hour each. And uh, let me look that up. I think they said that that will come out first, and then Black Widow, and then Loki. And I think it's May. And no, I, I think at this point, nobody really cares about Black Widow, so you might as well just drop it on Disney+. Plus. And I agree, but I think the only reason they're waiting is that they need to put that one out first is because it's going to introduce us to a new Black Widow. Yes, and uh, yeah, Loki comes out June 11th. Okay, so a little bit longer than I yeah, thought. Yeah, let me see how many episodes this bitch has. But I, I'm pretty sure they were talking about in May releasing Black Widow, so... <laughs> uh, that doesn't say how many episodes. I'm guessing like six to nine. Yeah. Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Uh, this guy. I'm wondering how long the episodes will be for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. An hour. An hour? Yeah, okay. an hour each. I mean, so six hours. I'm okay with that then. Yeah. Um, I will say I wish all the episodes for WandaVision were longer just because I did have a really good time. Yeah, at least the fucking last episode make it an hour. Yeah. It Go was, an extra ten minutes. It was, what, four minutes longer? Yeah. <laughs> um... I was surprised that we got two post-credit scenes. Yes. Um, but before we got post-credit scenes, did she close the hex before she spoke to Monica? I think she did. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. No, she talks to Wanda in the, in the square and shit, and then after that, then you see um, Vision and Wanda, the, and Vision's like, let's go home or whatever no. the fuck. No. Yes. Wait. Wait, so she, she talked to Monica after closing the hex. No. Yeah, because she puts the hood on and flies out and then flies away. That's after she talks to Monica. Because Monica's already in the fucking square with all the fucking sword agents. She's already there. I swear to you. (laughs) Because after she flies away, they're back home. I feel like I'm tripping. I could have sworn that it was... Either way... (laughs) Uh, so I don't fucking remember. I I just know that at one point <laughs> she talks to Monica and uh, Tyler Hayward is getting arrested. Yeah, that's in the square. Yeah, yeah. And um, and uh, what's her face? Cat Dennings crashes into his because uh, yeah. he's trying to run away. Yeah. Um. That that was when he was trying to shoot the kids. Yeah. And Monica stopped it. Yeah. Oh. He does shoot, and then Monica goes in front of him, and it, like, absorbs the bullets, and, and the bullets like, just fall. fall out. Yeah. And then, uh, Billy? The, Billy the, the Wiccan. Con- yeah, controls the fucking agents. Yeah. He, yeah. He, well, he stops that one bullet. Yeah. And she's like, ooh, I like your trick. And he's like, I like yours. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, sexual. It's not oh. sexual at all. <laughs> uh, um, so then, uh, after that, essentially... She talks to her and she's like, you know, I didn't mean to do this. Like, and all these sword cars are starting to come and she flies away. Oh, and then the hex does close. You're right. So the hex closes first. Yeah. Okay. But it's closing at a really slow rate because they still have time to go home and her and Vision talk and then you see it slowly fucking closing in. I still feel like it's different, but what do you mean? I mean, I feel like she closes the hex. She puts the hood on, flies to the town square, talks to Monica and then leaves. Yes, but the, at that point, the hex is still closing. Yeah, it, it is still closing at that point. So, yeah. yeah. Now we're agreeing. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, then they go back home, and <laughs> Vision and Wanda put the kids to bed, and then it's very fucking emotional and again. she says, thank, thank you, you for choosing me to be your mom. Yeah, I'm like, damn. Even though it definitely wasn't that way. 
but we'll roll with it. Yeah, and then uh, her and Vision go downstairs, and they're talking and shit, saying some really deep shit and all that, talking about... Uh, she, she turns off the lights, and he says... Uh, and she, he turns the other light on. And yeah. She's all, what was that for? And she's like, I heard it was bad luck to, <laughs> to uh, talk in the dark. To say goodbye in the dark. To say goodbye in the dark. Yeah. And she's like, where? He's like, I, honestly, I think I just wanted the lights on. Yeah. And then you... I, I didn't watch it before uh, you sent me, like, three memes where Vision looks like fucking Riff Raff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was beautiful. It was uh, hilarious. He looks like he's from fucking like Detroit or something like that. Yeah, when he's like holding his stomach with his hand, <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing a sweater. Yeah, and Damien uh, sent me a photoshopped version where he's wearing like a do rag and he has a gold tooth. I was like, dude, that's riff raff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're talking by the window, and yeah, it's very sad. And they're like getting ready to kiss, and then the hex. Do they end up kissing before the hex closes? Yeah, the he- yeah, the hex gets closer as they're doing that. Yeah. Um, and then the hex closes and every, uh, the boys and Vision both disappear and the yeah. house disappears. Yeah, and then she's left standing there in the same clothes as she did when she first got there. Yes. So I'm guessing this happened like in a day. Yeah. This is where she puts the hood on and she goes and talks to Monica. Yeah. And. Oh, yeah. Damn, you were right. <laughs> Just because I remember her putting the hood back up and going. Yeah. Um, And so she talks to Monica and, like mm-hmm. we already stated, and she flies away. Yeah. Credits. Credits. Actually, yeah, credits. Yep. And then we get our first post-credit scene mm-hmm. where Jimmy Woo is, like, coordinating all the FBI agents to... I, I don't even know exactly what he's doing. I forget. Uh, but either way, it's literally just dialogue. Monica says, oh, authority, authority looks good on you. Yeah, and then which is very sexual. I think they're gonna get it on. Get the fuck I, you out didn't of get here. that at any point in time. You didn't sense the sexual tension between them. I did. It's that Asian and black mix, <laughs> Blasian. Blasian kids. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be my least favorite coupling. Yeah. He's a fantastic actor. I love Randall Park. Yeah, and that's how we get Shang Chi. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Shank, oh, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that's supposed to come out this year, isn't it? It is, oh, I think, yeah. Oh, my God. I just want to make it clear. Isn't Shang-Chi the son of the Mandarin? I don't know. No, the Mandarin's a bad guy in that. Yeah, I know, but I think he's... No, I think the they're like, son. S- like second cousins or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the story of Shang-Chi and the thousand, like... What is it? The Ten Rings? Yeah, the Ten Rings. <laughs> um... But so basically, Monica's sitting there, or standing there, and talking to him. And a, I want to say, a sword agent comes up to her and is like, "Hey, someone wants to talk to you in the theater." Oh yeah. And they go in the theater, and she basically tells her like, "Hey, someone upstairs, basically like talking about Samuel Jackson." Yeah, Nick Fury wants to talk to you, and she turns into a scroll. Yeah. So that's. A, an Easter egg to Secret Invasion. Well, and Spider-Man. Yeah, and Spider-Man. Far From Home and Secret Invasion. Yeah. And basically saying, like, hey, S.W.O.R.D. is going to continue in a much more favorable light. Intergalactic way. Yes, through Nick Fury and Monica Rambeau and kind of sets her up for the future. Possibly Captain Marvel 2. Yeah, which, you know... Will make me like Captain Marvel 2 more, not Captain (laughs) Marvel Let's okay. Okay, can we agree on that? Yeah. Okay. At least it's watchable now. Yeah, I just hope they recast her before. They're not going to recast Brie <laughs> Larson. I hate her too, but it's not gonna happen. 
Um, then we get to the second post credit scene. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, it like closes in on these like mountains and kind of flies to the yeah. Sea. What? It's like a cabin, essentially. And it's like a black cabin, and I think it's in Sokovia. Yeah, I, I got that too. And she's sitting on the porch, and she goes inside, and there's no light on the inside yeah. at all. She gets she's, like some tea. Yeah, she's like cleaning, getting tea, and yeah. everything, and then she walks by a room. Yeah, and then the camera goes into the room. Yes, and you kind of get the same. This is the vibe I got. Okay, it kind of looked like in Infinity War when Doctor Strange was levitating, going through all the time. Yeah, it stuff. looked like it. it looked more sinister though. Yeah, it looked, she was practicing the dark arts. Yeah, like well, she's literally reading the dark hold. <laughs> yeah, it was, I think she's gonna be a villain. That's what I got from it. She's gonna do some bad shit to get what she needs. She is opening a door, literally to the devil. I don't know yeah. if she a hundred percent knows this, but you heard Tommy and Billy ringing out, kind yeah. of calling out to her. And as soon as you heard their voices, that's when she took the fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that this was basically her. She's taking, opening dimensions. Yeah, she she's taking the two pieces of Mephisto's soul, and creating, bringing them into the real, world. Yeah, the real world, making them real. Yeah. So we thought by Agatha taking the kids and WandaVision that it was going to bring Mephisto, but actually Wanda's going to bring yeah. Mephisto into the fucking world. Yeah. And I feel like Mephisto might control her once he's in there. I think that there will be a bargain that ha- <laughs> Doctor Strange. Um, I think I've come to bargain. I've come to bargain. I think that uh, she's basically essentially making a bargain where she's going to have to give something up or do something nefarious to keep her kids. Yeah, she's going to have to work for Mephisto. Yeah. I think. That's that's the reason why she'll be bad for a little bit, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited. I think that it set up a lot of good things for the future. Uh, Just naming a few off the list of things that this has set up is a monica rambo captain marvel 2 or her own series which i think would be more interesting personally monica series not a fucking captain marvel no series. i know okay that, yeah. i'm just making sure yeah, yeah, yeah. i saw the eye roll and i was like yeah. no i'm not saying brie larson uh that, that i do be- like her toes though get the fuck <laughs> out of here oh my god uh and then we got obviously everything with wanda yeah we have a mephisto setup. Mm-hmm. We have Vision set up to essentially become the Vision we know. Yeah. Uh, with a badass new design. Hopefully he gets his colors back, though, because that white thing is just a little bit too uncanny valley for me. Okay. It, it made you notice the flaws a little bit more in the CG. Okay. I thought. Okay. <laughs> and then I don't know if they'll ever answer the question of who uh, Jimmy Woo's uh, witness protection they might do it in Spider-Man, because Spider-Man is direct is the next thing after WandaVision. Okay. It goes Spider-Man, then that leads directly into Doctor Strange. I just... Oh, man, I guess... it. New Jersey isn't far from New York, so it does make sense. Yeah. New Jer- Jersey? New York? New York? New York? Yeah. Let's not do that. We're going to get canceled <laughs> off of that shit. How? <laughs> I don't know. It's just it an awful. accent. So, yeah. It, it definitely set up a lot of things that I'm excited for. Um... Is there any one particular story thread that you're looking forward to? I'm just really looking forward to the Wanda stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because like I said, she looks, she looked evil there, I think. It was a little eerie. I mean, I agree, but at the same time, like, they've built her so much where I think she has to be, at least in the Doctor Strange movie, 
not a full-on antagonist. Like, I think at some point her and Doctor Strange are going to come together to fight Mephisto. Yeah, I think so, too. Or Nightmare or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. It better be Mephisto. Yeah, the only problem with that is China, though. China, you don't know about this? No. Okay. China has such a stranglehold on the market, and they are a huge part of how Disney makes money. Like, literally, a billion of that in uh, game money came from China. Okay. China has rules of the movies they will and won't show. There is a list of movies per year that they allow to come in from foreign markets. I believe it's in the realm of 43 movies a year, something like that. And there are rules that your film has to abide by to make it. Okay. Uh, one of which is no devils. No devils. No devils or. Uh, here's a decent example. In the comic books, the ancient one is a Tibetan man. China does not view Tibet as an actual country. They view it as part of China. If they were to make it a Tibetan monk, it would have been disagreeing with China, so they changed it. To an Irish woman. Is that why they changed it? Yes. Damn, so there probably won't be no Mephisto. I thought it would have been possible if we got it in the show. Now I'm starting to lean more Nightmare, especially because it lines up with early reports of Doctor Strange's villain being Nightmare. That and uh, the Cosmic Wonder YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. I was talking about he thinks it's going to be a combination of both of them. I could see that. Into a new character. I could see that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um... So, so China is kind of ruining this one. Yes, but I mean, they did that with Iron Man three too. Like they in China, they had an additional like eighteen minutes with a Chinese doctor fixing uh, Iron Man's heart thing. Damn. Um, it is a very important market to Disney. Uh, I'll say something in a second about it, but like they literally have a bunch of rules. Like I think like gay relationships aren't allowed. Damn, so they didn't even see Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Probably not. Damn. Uh, anything that kind of goes against social norms or promotes certain religious things too much is a no-no. Damn. Um, I'm waiting for Disney to kind of get canceled for this because of the fact that right now in China, the government literally is holding Muslims in concentration camps. In China? Yes, in China. Holy shit, okay. Um, yet... I mean, like internment camps? No, like... Or concentra- straight concentration, concentration camps. Okay. They're trying to, like... I, I mean, I don't know what the purpose is, I just know that it's a really big problem right now. Um, yet, we're canceling people for making comparisons to fucking the Holocaust... But we're perfectly fine with the biggest company in the U.S. And we're also canceling rabbit tits. (laughs) Yeah, Lola Bunny's big mommy milkers. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Leche duffels. (laughs) We didn't even talk about that. I know that we don't need to. It's depressing. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's that depressing. I think (laughs) it's it's a fucking cartoon character. But it is hilarious. Um, But yeah, so like... I, I don't know how one thing's okay, but the other's not, where a uh, multi-billion dollar company is literally well, supporting a 
genocidal regime. Well, not only that, just stuff that's happening in Syria right now. Oh, yeah. Just major shit like that always gets swept under the rug because they're that. I think they try to hide that shit by doing stupid shit like that over here. Yes. And the this has been the political portion of the Super Thwack podcast. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I, know, I I mean, I, I do agree, 100%. Yeah. And I don't want to, like, me and you both know that, like, politics isn't our forte. Yeah, we're hardcore fucking conservatives anyway. <laughs> yeah, totes. Yeah. Guns and beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just hoping we get picked up by fucking the Daily Wire, whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, so, yeah, essentially all I'm trying to say is I don't know where the line is there, and I also don't know how much it's going to affect uh, Disney movies in the future. Basically, what you're saying is we're not going to get Mephisto. No, we're not getting Mephisto. Damn. That's where my money is at. Damn. Because there's no way to make him not look... I mean, he is a fucking demon. Yeah, but, like, just because he has horns doesn't mean he's the devil. There's iterations where he doesn't have horns, though. He just has... He's red as fuck, and he has pointy ears, but he has black hair. Can you do me a favor really quick? Yes. On your phone, look up whether or not Ghost Rider played in China. The oh, because Mephisto was in it? Yes. That would... As a Fonda. Yes. A Fonda. P- P- Peter Fonda? Yeah. I am curious if Mephisto... If it did, then we're good to go. Yeah. I will say, I do think if we do get Mephisto... Yep. It did. Okay, so I think maybe we're okay. But is it because he looked like a man? I mean, he was deliberately basically told to be the devil, so I think that that line is drawn there. Plus, they can edit it and change it for fucking China if they had to. Cool. So, we're getting Mephisto. I hope so. I will say this, though. Personal theory, real quick. If we do get Mephisto, it's not in Doctor Strange. First. So, we're going to wait years? No. It will be in Spider-Man. Like, at, at after credit scene? No. And in as, the movie? As a primary thing. Why? How? Okay. Do you know about the stupid fucking storyline they did? Uh... I think it's called One More Day. In the movies? In the comics. Uh-uh. Uh, so, oh, Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, okay. In the, so Peter Parker and Mary Jane get married, and shortly thereafter, somehow, uh, Aunt May dies. Okay. And Peter makes a bargain with Mephisto Ooh. to bring May back for to basically keep living even though she was, like, fucking 80 in the comics, so it made no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but in exchange, he had to pretty much erase everything that had already happened. His marriage to MJ was gone and stuff like that. And he did it? Yes. Oh. So he made a bargain with Mephisto, and it, like, reset the universe because superheroes can't be happy was the excuse they gave. Yeah. If that happens, I don't... I wouldn't be happy, but I, I could see I them doing th- it. I don't think that's, that'd be the way he comes into the movie, though. I hope <laughs> No, if he did, because like I said, it, WandaVision leads into Spider-Man. Oh, so one thing I did leave out of that, though, mm-hmm. is a big another big reason why he makes that deal is because people found out his secret identity. Okay. So that's what would lead me to believe that he'd be like, hey, if I can have my secret identity back and we can brush all this under the rug and get rid of this, I'll make a bargain. I can see that, too. What I think is that Wanda is going to be in Spider-Man, and by her doing what she was doing at the end of WandaVision... It opens up the fucking dimensions or whatever, and that's why you're gonna get Toby and Andrew Garfield, and at the end, after credit scene, you're gonna see Mephisto pop up, okay. and that'll lead into Doctor Strange. I mean, I'm good with anything, and I'm excited to see what actually happens. Yeah, um, I we, think we bookmark this episode and come back to it at the end of the yes. year. Yes, we just have to wait till December. Yes, so it's gonna be lit, provided 
the world stays on its current track. I'd like to think it will by December. It'll be fine, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my name is Anthony Stevens. Damien Leba. If you wouldn't mind, please liking and subscribing to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and especially our YouTube channel. We drop. We're dropping a video today on a new official Justice League clip. Yes, sir. And uh, if you wouldn't mind liking this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, leaving a rate and subscribe to both of those, it really helps us get out to other viewers and we really appreciate it. So this has been the Super Thwack Podcast. We will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.